Hello, thank you for joining us today. We have a real treat. We're going to be uh, doing an interview with Pastor Al and Terry Purvis, uh, who have a ministry in Thailand. So we're gonna be connecting with them today. So thank you so much for joining us today. And I know we're gonna gain such great insight and, um, and revelation from this interview because they have been in ministry for many, many years. It's great to hang out with you, Sherry, on yeah. this nice cold COVID morning. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, I, I think, you know, the overwhelming thankfulness of yeah. the goodness of God, yeah. right, mm -hmm. through everything that goes on. It was, um, of course, back in March, the end of March, when Thailand went into lockdown. And um, then we had to make some sudden decisions, right? So the people that were going to stay there and run the ministry, Matt and Becky are still there running the ministry, and, you know, that's all mm -hmm. going really good. And then the Bible College students from Canada jumped on the plane, and then Terry and I were the last ones on the plane. And we got to um, the Bangkok airport, you know, and, and um, it's just like the world's turned upside down, right? Mm. And so there's 100 flights listed on those big boards, right? Right. And they're all canceled except one. Right? Wow. <laughs> yeah. And we'd already changed tickets three times, you know, like it was right. just, it's just mayhem, right? Yeah. Chaos. And so we jump on the plane and we had our youngest daughter, Esther, with us coming home as well. She was coming back to get a job here. And um, and we jump on the plane and travel to Canada and the kids, uh, Derek and Margaret, brought our truck and parked it at the airport because we couldn't meet them. And they left at curbside, and we came out of the airport and jumped in a truck and got home to our little house on, in Harvest Hills. Mm. And, um, but we made a video of the whole thing because in the seriousness of it all, mm -hmm. it's just hilarious mm, <laughs> that we find ourselves yes. in these kind of situations. Mm -hmm. and, and I think the situations that we find ourselves in during this COVID thing, and everybody's having, and I think one of the unique things is that nobody's having the same experience as the other guy. Right? Mm -hmm. like, it's all different for all of us, but mm -hmm. but we've made uh, kind of made light of it a lot in the mm -hmm. sense that it's probably no worse than a lot of the other stuff that we've been through in our lives. Mm -hmm. I don't think anybody could say that. Um, and, and so it's been a lot of fun. But but what's come out of it is some amazing things all across the nations of Asia. We've got mm -hmm. churches that we're planting in ten countries. In Asia, wow. from Pakistan, Nepal, Sri Lanka, India, you know, all the way across Myanmar, Thailand, Cambodia, Vietnam, mm -hmm. Philippines, M Malaysia. Mm -hmm. And um, and to see all of these guys that we've poured into for years mm -hmm. rise to the top mm -hmm. in their wow. nations, yeah. mm -hmm. becoming, because it seems like yeah. there's a choice you have to make, right? Are mm -hmm. we the victim or the victor, mm -hmm. right? In all of these things. Right. Yeah. And, um, and we've built such a culture of victory you know, like in more mm -hmm. ways than one does. Mm -hmm. and, and, uh, and that we see our guys rise up and do things that are just so out of the box right. to minister to the people around them in all of their nations. Mm -hmm. And so they become the head and not the tail, you know? Mm -hmm. And I think that's really where, what we're enjoying mm -hmm. out of this season. I think that's the big, that's the big takeaway for us is that we're right. the head and not the tail. And we, and mm -hmm. we found that the creativity that the Holy Spirit gives us mm -hmm. to be able to continue things like our Bible school is running full time mm -hmm. still all over the world now instead of just wow. in Thailand, you know. Yeah. And um, uh, you know our schools are running; some of them are online. They're online mm -hmm. this week. They're locked down next week. They're you know they're free. Mm -hmm. the you know, I mean, it's just yeah. topsy turvy. But the creativity and uh, mm -hmm. just the ingenious 
ideas mm. that, that God gives and the way mm-hmm. that um, that our people are so strong and, right. and just rising up and yeah, we're mm-hmm. this thing, you know, it's a, this yeah. is our opportunity. It's not mm. a problem, it's an opportunity. Right? Yeah, that is so cool and insightful, you know, that you're seeing it that way. And, you know, it, it's true, you know, like there's the scriptures that tell us that God takes our bad situations and works them to good. Mm-hmm. And I see that in what what you're sharing, you know, people are rising up and, and doing things that they met maybe never would have thought to do on their own, but because of the circumstances, they're they're um, in a place where they have to yeah, have to true. come up with creative ways, and mm-hmm. so that's awesome. And that just speaks also to the ways that you've equipped them and all the seeds that you've planted in them, right? Yeah. So, can we go back just a little bit and and speak about maybe um, you know about what you guys were doing there, the Bible colleges, the the number of students that you had, and oh my, yeah. There's a lot going on, eh? Our house is like a railroad station. Yeah. yeah. Coming, An Indian one, right? An Indian railroad station. An Indian railroad station. Yeah. And uh, where we live in Syracha is the platform. Mm-hmm. And trains are coming and going constantly. Wow. So it's different being in lockdown than it's just Alan and I in the house. It's like, where's everybody else? Yeah. yeah. Well, that's that's yeah. a really different part. Mm-hmm. But the, um, basically, so... You know, the, the history is that we went to Thailand in 1982. 82. Gathered a bunch of orphans that were le- left over in refugee camps from the Vietnam War. Raised them as a family, the El Shaddai family. So we have 33 kids. Wow. And of course now we've got hundreds of grandkids, right? But mm-hmm. but these kids, we raised them up in, in the ministry. Mm-hmm. Uh, and they're the pastors and leaders uh, of a lot of ministries today. And very, very, very powerful, you know, kids. When, when you mm-hmm. can get one of the issues with... With some of these nations that are, are gospelless nations, mm. is that to build the foundation takes a generation. Mm-hmm. So that was kind of our approach. If we can build a, a generation of actual growing up in a Christian home and a Christian mm-hmm. family, and then you know having that vision in the heart as well, mm-hmm. and then not only that, but they have the family heart, which is really powerful, and they're the people that you can absolutely trust, and mm-hmm. you know. And so that's a, mm-hmm. it's a lot of fun these days to watch them going yeah. out um, and into all of the nations. And then mm-hmm. out of that, we started planting churches when they got old enough, they needed more to do. Then we started the International Bible College and we bring students in from well, pretty well Asia and, and North America, right? And England mm-hmm. and places like that. So we, it's, we try to do a, a mixture. It's all done in English, English medium um, so that... The idea being that a, a, a kid from Burma, say, mm-hmm. can come to Thailand, it's just across the border, doesn't cost mm-hmm. them an arm and a leg mm-hmm. like it would to come to Canada or something like that. Right. And they can get a similar, very similar mm-hmm. um, Bible college training. Wow, but none so. of that, but we really focus on the mentoring. Mm-hmm. So we teach them how to weld, how to do construction, how to do wiring, plumbing, and all that kind of stuff as well. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and that's part of the reason that we see this creativity coming out. Mm. Now, they'll, they'll, these guys will do anything. The issue isn't so much to learn the skills, but it's to learn the mindset yes. that the mm. answer to the problem is not laid down in the hammock, right. but find a solution and let's move ahead. And so that, that's wow. what we're really seeing. Yeah. And I think that's that's really our joy is to see mm-hmm. all of these young men and women like, oh, like now mm-hmm. all across the nations. Um, and I think we've had probably 16 some nations in our Bible college. Wow. Um, as well as people, there's a number of people in, in Canada that have been trained over there as well. Yeah. And do it very well here. Yeah. Uh, so that's, that's really, really fun. 
And yeah. um, and then in each nation, of course, there's all kinds of different models of ministry. Mm. Pakistan, for example, is uh, free schooling for poor kids. Mm. And the idea is to get them out of the, well, to keep them out of the terrorist camps, right? <laughs> right. And into the ministry, ministry right? And so mm -hmm. to break that that generational thing there. So mm. so that's that's a big thing there. Um, of course, in the, in the Philippines, it's a really an open country. It's a Christian nation by mm. by statistics. Mm -hmm. And so there's a lot of Bible training and refreshing there and breaking religious things there. Right. right. <laughs> um, so there's, there's just a lot of stuff. And, of course, the music is a huge thing. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Nowadays, young yeah. people, we do. Our, our Victory Worship Band does concerts in a lot of the countries around. And, you know, thousands of people show up. And it's, it's a way nowadays that you can reach out back in the day i mean when we were younger you would do an open-air crusade mm -hmm. and people would come by the tens of thousands or hundreds of thousands or whatever mm -hmm. they don't come to that anymore mm -hmm. they're they're driving you know bmws and and they've got big flat screen tvs at home so they mm -hmm. don't, you know, they're not in, intrigued by those kind of things right. but the music is really it yeah it, really, it does open the doors so so that's a huge focus so mm -hmm. we've got full time and people say sometimes awesome. no, music may not work I remember Becky and the band went into Burma one time and uh, they had a lot of feedback <clears throat> from pastors saying it's not going to work because number one, the music's in English, mm -hmm. so nobody's going to come. Mm -hmm. And uh, a whole bunch of bands were invited and I think it ended up just three different bands coming, including Becky's worship band. Mm -hmm. And on the first night, there was uh, 3,000 people. Yeah, 3, by, the, wow. by the third night, there was 5,000 gathering. Worshiping God out in the open air. Wow. And the pastors were saying it couldn't be done. We've kind of learned this as missionaries. Wow. You can't tell us it can't be done. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I love hearing yeah. You can't do that. Oh, well, then. Yeah, it's like don't tell anything. Just watch. Going in the, in the jungle and it's steep. You never tell Pastor Al you can't go down there. Because yeah. he will take the Jeep and whoever's on it will be down the hill. So it's like we just be very careful what we say about Bell. Yeah. Uh, well, yeah, wow. yeah. that is so cool to hear that. And you know, that speaks of the creativity that God gives you even, even when we, we weren't in COVID, you know, yeah, in right. regard to like focusing on the music part of it. So maybe talk a little bit about that, about um, that, the, the music part of things, because that's a really big part of your ministry, isn't it? Basically, um, I mean, Terry and I got saved in the kind of the hippie Jesus movement thing and everybody was a musician in those days. A generation before that, nobody except maybe Elvis Presley was a musician, Chet Atkins, you know. But, yeah. but then, but then it, it caught on, right, in our generation. And so mm -hmm. when we went to Thailand, we actually packed our guitars and our PA system, took the speakers out of the boxes and built new boxes over there, and, and we carried on and we, we taught... everything. Yeah, wow. we, we taught all 33 of our kids to play some musical instrument. Mm -hmm. and, and so when they were like 10, 11, 12 years old, mm -hmm. we were the... Our family was the only... Um, Christian worship group or music wow. group yeah. um, in the whole country that of 70 million people that traveled around. The only one. So every crusade mm. we got to do, full gospel businessmen, women's glow, we were, we were doing it all, right? Wow. And, um, and then laying that foundation. So out of that comes the real, mm. soon the creativity, you know, and then you've got You've got mm -hmm. people like Becky and, and her group, and there's, mm -hmm. there's about five of them there, and they are like full-time writers, arrangers, you know, musicians, mm -hmm. and and um, and then they do other things to bring income in to support themselves and those kind of things. But, mm -hmm. but the whole idea is that 
I really see, because you look at places like Hillsongs and Planet Shakers, and those guys have broken open yeah. huge areas mm -hmm. of the world through the through the worship music. Mm -hmm. And uh, so particularly when you've got people that don't have any gospel foundation, like maybe mm -hmm. at least we had some, right? Mm -hmm. My grandparents went to church, right? Mm -hmm. <laughs> but nowadays the Bible, what's that, right? Mm -hmm. but, but the music is a real way to get through to people's hearts and they really right. do listen and they yeah. really do connect. And so mm -hmm. the other side of it, of course, is that um, you think of places like Hillsongs um, and the number of young people, or Bethel, the number mm -hmm. of young people that want to go to Bible school there. Mm -hmm. I mean, there's way too many because they, they think they're going there to get involved in the worship. Mm -hmm. There's no room. <laughs> yeah. you know? but, but we notice with that attraction, so it's mm -hmm. the breakthrough into mm -hmm. new areas and, mm -hmm. and also the attraction of young people who have the potential to become great leaders. Right. And, and that's really our goal when it comes right down mm -hmm. to it. And Pastor Dave asked us a few months ago, um, you know, what is it that you really do? How can you explain? He's actually the chairman of our, of our charity. Mm -hmm. <laughs> right. And, and a huge help. And, um, and he says, how can we explain this? And so mm -hmm. we, we worked over it and prayed over it for a long time. And, and basically it comes down to we make leaders. Mm -hmm. Wow. Everything we do yeah. is to make leaders. Right. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Yeah, that, and that's the discipleship making mm -hmm. process, right? A disciple mm -hmm. is not a follower. He's a, a disciple maker. Right. 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 <laughs> so, yeah. So you want, we, we just see that potential in people. And I mm -hmm. think, too, Sherry, you know, when when you got guys that are like our generation and you see such potential in young people mm -hmm. that are quite accustomed to people not seeing any potential in them. Mm -hmm. They just, they just, I mean, you know, it's fun to watch the young people yeah. that come, even from Canada, come to Bible school in Thailand. Right. And they're like, I'm home. You know? Yeah. They just love it. It's hard. It's dirty. 5.30 in the morning, exercise, mm -hmm. chicken feet for breakfast. Mm -hmm. And it's just, you know, it just, <laughs> and I mean, at, for the, at the first, it's just shocked. They can't mm -hmm. believe that somebody's going to put them through such a rigorous mm -hmm. torture test. But in no time, they're so proud of yeah. what they're able to accomplish. And we see people that are wow. undisciplined become disciplined, mm -hmm. uh, in their, even in their thinking and as well as their, you know, their act, actions. Mm -hmm. and, um, and then catch vision. So, you know, mm -hmm. what I can see what I can do here, I can do that there. And right. I can minister to youth. And we see the gifts come up in them. And so yeah. I think that's a huge part of it is, is doing things that let young people know that we see tremendous potential in them. Mm -hmm. And we do it yeah. together. I love it. Uh, Al always uses the illustration. Jesus came down at, and picked the 12, and they came down on a level place. Mm. And for Al and I, uh, we don't have any pyramid in mm -hmm. our ministry. It's like more like a round table. Mm. And so when these students come in, they see us as we are. Right. And we're very much involved with their lives. We're there mm -hmm. every day. They mm -hmm. see us every day. Yeah, we all mm -hmm. live in the same building. Same in the building. Right. And so when he's digging a trench, in the jungles for some new toilets, Al's in there mm. with them, you know, yeah. and so we, we do everything together. Yeah. I think one yeah. of the highlights of the students is when we do jungle trips. Wow. You know, we wash by the river and do our clothes and we cook yeah. and wow. we freeze and we tell stories around the campfire. Mm -hmm. But the neatest thing is, is they go into these villages and they begin to minister and they begin to see miracles. Mm. It totally changes their lives. Yeah. 
Yeah. Yeah, you see wow. blind people get healed as a young person. Mm. That's with you for life. And they prayed. Yeah. They prayed for this person. <laughs> yeah, because I prayed for them. You know, yeah. You know, so yeah. It's, it's really cool. To, wow. to, to just, that hands-on thing. I mean, that's what Jesus did, right? Mm-hmm. He took them with him and he lived yeah. with them. And and, uh, and I don't know how we could ever do that in Canada. Mm-hmm. Like our culture yeah. is so far yeah. from that, right? Right. We're, we're nine to five, right? Yeah. In, in the ministry. Yeah. But but over there we have the tremendous uh, blessing and privilege of being able to live with the students mm-hmm. that we're training, live mm-hmm. with the other missionaries. Matt and Becky live mm-hmm. on the top floor, yeah. the lighthouse, which is the fifth floor, mm-hmm. and Terry and I live on the bottom floor, and all the students and staff were in between. Okay. Yeah, but though they come and go, but <laughs> yeah. but you know that and that kind of thing, and then out of there we minister. So mm-hmm. one of the traditional problematic mission models was that mm-hmm. you would build a compound like that, the missionaries mm-hmm. would stay inside, and all the other people would stay out. Right. But and so you got you got to be careful that you don't want that at all. You want mm. it to be an open open house and yeah. then, but it helps having 33 Thai kids right mm, yeah <laughs> because then then you yeah. are totally immersed in the yeah. society and, and mm-hmm. the culture and that kind of thing yeah but um one thing I think uh, is on my heart to to say to people is that because people want to know okay so what's the challenge and people would say yeah. you guys sacrifice so much to go over there and I'm like no yeah we didn't sacrifice anything we lived in Canada in a shack in the bush with no running water or electricity. Right. We got to Bangkok. We had everything. Yeah. You know, for for the same price, nothing. Yeah. Right? Like yeah. It costs hundred bucks or whatever a month to rent in those days. You know. Yeah. And um and so, but but people they really want to know like what is what is the issue, mm-hmm. and the issue is the same for Terry and I as it is for most people in the church here, mm-hmm. and that is you go over there, mm-hmm. you miss your family. We come back here. We miss mm-hmm. our family that's over there. We've got family in southern states, family in Australia, family all mm-hmm. over the place. Our kids are all over the place, mm-hmm. uh, as well as Calgary, you know, Lethbridge, and mm-hmm. um, and then lots around Thailand and different parts. Mm-hmm. And and you you miss those, right? Mm-hmm. Like that's the big thing. Our parents missed us. Mm-hmm. They missed the grandkids, and that that's the family thing. And I think that's one of the things that the COVID um, thing has hit us mm-hmm. hard with. But for Terry and I, it hasn't really made much difference, mm. um, except that we've got kids across town that we can't go see. Right. But normally they're across the world and we can't go see them anyway. Yeah. Right? Yeah. And and I think about that, but I think about, and you think about the families in church and how many mm-hmm. of our families are gone from their families. Mm-hmm. Right? You've come to Canada recently, mm-hmm. uh, or your family, some of your family moved to New Brunswick or, you know, whatever. Right. It's the same thing for everybody. But yeah. I think... To me, that's one of the biggest challenges. Is yeah, that, is that a personal relationship? Right yeah. now, I really, really right. miss our students. Like, yeah, we talk with them and that kind of thing. Yeah, but, but we're used to doing stuff together, jumping in, yeah, jeep and someplace and doing something, you know. And I think right. that's, that's a big challenge. So I really feel for people mm-hmm. on that, on that mm-hmm. front, you know. Yeah, the the whole family thing. Yeah, um, and the other thing that that I find heartbreaking. And we could say it has to do with COVID or this time or any other time, mm-hmm. but that's when when people lose their businesses and their and their their mm-hmm. jobs or yeah. their livelihoods. Um, and I must say that, you know, you, you see that mm-hmm. and you look at it, in, in, especially in Canada right now, and you're like, these people are out of jobs in Calgary, mm-hmm. and there's other people that hasn't made any difference to them. 
Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right? They still have the same income as before. Right. Like, what? Yeah. How is this? And, right. and so, but these are times of tremendous adjustment in our lives. Yeah. And I really feel that the key yeah. is to, yeah, to make it an opportunity. That's right. Mm-hmm. And to adjust mm-hmm. and to find out how mm-hmm. to move ahead. Mm-hmm. Um, we have one daughter that works in Calgary for years and she works mm-hmm. in oil and gas. And of course, she kept losing her job. She's a very mm-hmm. sharp girl. And kept losing her job, and so so then we said, you know what, honey, you just need to change fields. Mm. And now she's in the financial field, starting way down at the bottom. Right. But now she's got a future. Yeah. Because oil and gas. I mean, what are we looking at here? You know. Yeah. It's, yeah. It's a heartbreaker. Yeah. And so, but I think that's the thing is we have to be bold enough, and I think that's one thing that we bring yeah. to the table, Sherry, is, is that with all of the changes and mm-hmm. upsets of life. Yeah. Um, back in the 80s, 70s and 80s, it was refugees. Mm-hmm. I mean, there was refugees pouring out of out of Asia, coming to the West. Right. Those people are all displaced. Mm-hmm. They, they can't go back to their old life. Yeah. You know. Yeah. They better, they better find a way and make a new life. Yeah. And they did. Yeah. Yeah. And and great things have come out of it. And so, mm-hmm. um, this earth is not our home. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. And I love what it says, you know, about Abraham and those guys. It says that God put pilgrimage in their hearts. Mm-hmm. So we're here as pilgrims, right? Mm-hmm. And and but yet we need to make our way through and become influencers mm-hmm. and become effective and to do whatever it takes to do right. that. And so I think you know, for for me, the, mm-hmm. the message that I really like to encourage people with is is get your thinking out of yeah of mm-hmm. what you know you thought was going to be. Yeah. was going to work and what was right. going to be normal yeah and get into how are we going to fix this how are we going to move ahead mm-hmm. and then and then make it not about yourself but about how i can prosper and be blessed so that i can be a blessing mm. right that's and, good and reach yeah. people and do that.